Fish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, good morning. I'm Stephanie March. And we are here live today from the Women's Expo. We are super excited to be bringing you a live show today. We are. It's just, uh, I got to tell you, I was a little worked up that there was going to be a giant slush storm headed our way and at us. And I don't know about you, but when I left my house, it was dry as a bone. It is dry as a bone. And I think they have said that the storm is passing us. So great. So an easy driving, just head downtown. We're at the convention center. There's lots of uh, great stuff happening this weekend. There is. And we did a little quick tour around the Women's Expo so you can see what kind of things you're going to see when you come out today. There are tickets still available, so you can get them at the door. There is a lot of entertainment besides our show. Oh, so much going on. There's a lady here that's going to talk about sex at 11 a.m. <laughs> that's good morning. It, good morning, Good ladies. morning, yes. Uh, from there, we've got uh, Sometimes There's Wine, which is a new show. We'll be having those ladies on in a little bit. There's this, also this woman who's local. I don't know if you've ever seen her speak, Sue Hawks. No. She talks about chasing perfection. Which that is every woman I know. (laughs) I am. There's days where you're underwater on the perfection train, right? Right. Gosh, seriously. But there's also dance lessons. Uh, There's the dancer studio and Midpoint Event Center is here. They're going to give dance exhibition lessons this afternoon. That's kind of fun. Fun. Have you ever uh, seen them do an exhibition before? They're great. Oh gosh. And then Diana Pierce is here. She's doing a women mentoring women. Hi Diana. Hi Diana. I just said your name. That was perfect. And then uh, we've got some great stuff this afternoon, too. We have Lisa Stratton. She's here to talk about gender justice. And uh, Stacy and Moon are going to be here. Moon and Stacy, actually. From Chaos 95, our sister station. Hello, Moon and Stacy. And then Jennifer Embry closes the show with one of the greatest topics ever. What's your superpower? What is your superpower? No, I'm asking you. What's your oh. superpower? Um, my superpower is I can make a meal out of anything. <laughs> That is a pretty good superpower. And I got it from okay. my mother-in-law. Gummy bears, toothpaste, and a uh, bay leaf. Can you make a meal out of that? Well, I could make a drink. You could. Because <laughs> I would and melt down the gummy bears. Drinks are meals. Let's just be clear. Then you'd have like a little syrup. Yeah. And then you could put infuse the bay leaf in the gummy bears. Yeah. And then maybe you would use a little bit of the toothpaste on your finger for the rim to give it a little minty after splash <laughs> toothpaste isn't a food so that was i shouldn't have said that that's okay i, I think i did all right i think you did pretty good I how about you, you what's your superpower what is my superpower um my superpower is i think um i'm a good gift giver oh <gasps> you are yeah yeah you are at I the am. holidays you always get your kids really thoughtful funny yeah like they're jokey there's fun yeah they, yeah. I think that's a superpower. I don't know why. And I just, maybe, maybe I believe that about myself and that's not true. <laughs> no, I'm sure you are. I, buying gifts is like, you know, I have total holiday anxiety. Yeah. I can never buy a gift that I feel like is good enough for the person that I care about. So I get kind of panicky. You over gift maybe. I probably do. And then like. Out of anxiety for I it. make such a big deal out of it. By the time it happens, I just end up like. I'm just going to get this, like, because I'm so stressed. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I think about, and I don't even, you know, it's like for Jake's birthday and things, it's not so much about a thing. It's about, you know, not even, like, I know everyone's, it's very popular to say, it's about the experience. But that's something that I think, you know, thinking about, like, getting him Spotify for a, the Prime membership for Spotify has, like, changed his life. Oh, You know what I mean? Like, that's gift. a thing. Yeah, I would like, not have thought of that. No, but now he has unlimited music, which is hugely important to him. Yeah. You know, so that's, like, a thing. Spotify is a good service. You can't really wrap up Spotify, but, you know, that's okay. Um, I'm fine with You that. also do the good cakes. 
Yes, in fact, I made a little cake for my friend Allie Kaplan this morning. Oh. And I dropped it at her house. I made you made a, sh- a cake this morning? I made a cake kind of last night. I've been, I've been messing around with... Um, <laughs> Who makes a cake at <laughs> 6 in the morning? It was a crepe cake. Okay. So here's the deal. I'm sort of, and this is where I'm an outed if Allie is hearing me, but I am sort of testing something for Easter. Okay. And I wanted, because my sister is coming over and she's gluten-free, so I was going to make some almond flour crepes. And so I was testing out some stuff and I decided to make a little mini crepe cake and I did it with, and so I made the crepes last night and then I actually made some creme anglaise, which is like a custard. Yes. And um, I basically put rose water and clementines. I zested clementines into it and just a tiny bit of rose water in it so it's kind of floral but but like because you know i don't like sweet but ellie kaplan likes sweet and so i wanted to make sure that it had like floral but not too sweet it worked out really well does the um rose water i i know you can smell it yes can you taste it you get like a tiny little taste of it but then that's what i think the orange zest does in there it kind of brings that you get the floral smell and then that zest kind of cues you into fruitiness Yum. and then you kind of pulls out the flavor. We are going to be talking about some Easter dishes yes. later on in the show because, because all of a sudden coming up. I'm cooking for brunch. I mean, like I'm I was going to ask you, like, just what you need on your very busy plate. I know. <laughs> but honestly, we were all trying to figure it out because my nephew, my sister usually hosts. So my nephew is out of town and he's coming back in town. And so she was like, oh, and then I have multiple children to coordinate. And I just thought, you know, adult multiple children to coordinate, which is even worse or better. And, you know, trying to figure that out, I thought I can't even find a reservation that's going to accommodate and work for everybody. I'm entertaining the next two Sundays for that very reason. Tomorrow we're doing the lamb dinner and we're doing it at my house. So I'm also prepping and thinking about what I'm going to serve. And then the next Sunday... Um, I'm doing a big egg hunt. You see, Okay, I'm trying to decide. Well, who knows what the weather's going to be like? Yeah. I'm not sure. I, the Instant Pot, though, like I can, you, I can just throw it full of eggs. Yeah. Then I thought I can color them. I don't even know what I'm going to color them with. I want to do the Martha Stewart. Do like, you want to even Robin's try? egg and brown. I do want to try, but I'm not going to get it together. Try. So I'll probably just buy the pause, pause tabs. Pause tabs. <laughs> I love mixing the colors in the pause tab. Pause, like putting two different tabs together in one bucket. Oh, that's a cool idea. So that you get like a richer, yeah. you know, different color. I, I kind of mess with that. My egg my one chemistry is moment. like older kids. So yeah. I thought about this idea where I write their name on an egg. And if they find their own egg, they get like five bucks. If they find someone else's named egg, they have to leave it. Here's how you do. Here's a good way to make it so that there's nothing. So you take a picture. You pick one egg before you hide it. You take a picture of it. And you say, I've taken a picture of one egg out there. And that egg is worth 25 bucks. And so, they, so they're going to go and collect as many eggs as they can because they don't know which one it is. And at the end, you show your egg, which one you took the picture of beforehand. Oh, so there's no... Oh, that's smart. You know, because then otherwise you could say, oh, it's that egg. Yeah. And, it's and I don't want people like tripping over each other and it's yeah. family. So, so it's like a be... lottery. They don't know. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We did that one year and Matt won and nobody wanted Matt to win. And so then we kind of fudged it. <laughs> I bought these. I bought a couple of glittery eggs. There's like eight in a package. And I thought maybe I'd put like little like gift cards in there for like yeah. Starbucks or kind of older kid things. Right. Because when someone said Easter is such a dud when you're not a kid. And I know it's like the religious piece of it. But if you're not religious, which we're not particularly, yeah. then... What is it it's other than the ham sandwich? Right, right. Yeah, no, it's, you know, we kind of used, we didn't do a lot of sh- like candy because my in-laws would always make so much candy or, you know, there'd yep. always be so much. So my whole thing was I usually did like a shirt, a book and something, you know, as in your Easter basket instead of candy. So it's kind of always been like more 
teen oriented anyway. Yeah. You know, uh, we had candy. And then this year, well, I went to Golden Fig yesterday. Oh, I had Can a we talk story. about those eggs that I put out on the, the I bought those. Did you buy because you put them on there? Yes, <laughs> they're on our weekly dish Facebook page too. I oh. put a link to your story. Oh my God. Yeah, I totally bought those because of you. And I walked there to do it. Uh-huh. But I had money in my pocket because I walked. Yeah. So I just grabbed some cash from my wallet. And then I had the dog. So I walked over there and I'm buying all the eggs and the things. They have so many cute things. They have these little bunnies, chocolate bunnies that have peanut butter inside yes. them. The Jordan, pretty the Jordan pastel almonds. Jordan almonds. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my else? God, they have, they have salted caramel eggs. These little hard shell salted caramel eggs yes. that are beyond. Okay. And they've got little pastelis, those little like, and they've got hard candies. They've got little... Black jelly beans. Oh, so much good black licorice. So this will make you laugh. So I get all the stuff together that I'm going to buy and I go to the counter and she's starting to like ring it up. And I'm like, Oh, I hope I have enough money. <laughs> Cause no, you I don't. start counting out my money. I don't have enough money. No, and I'm don't. like, okay, can you take out the salted caramel eggs? <laughs> okay. Can you take out? So I'm having to like, you're totally she's having a, a Deborah Winger moment in yeah. terms of endearment. I, where you're standing at the grocery yeah. store, but this was just at the Golden Fig, and yeah. it was just me and her in the store with the dog, <laughs> so it wasn't so embarrassing. But I was like, okay, I only have this much money, so we just have to keep getting down to it until I have enough. So we did. You probably could have like called with a credit card when you got home. You know, I probably could have. You know? I probably could have, yeah. but I just was there, and um, such is life. Those chips, by the way, I will tell you, those those kicking chips that I put on the blog, mm-hmm. there's a picture of them. They're, they're like spicy, like ruffly potato chips are an addiction. I've been carrying around bags of chips to do a chip tasting with you. Oh, are that you we still didn't have do. those? I still have them at home. So we're going to do Fit it. Fest. Yes. I've <laughs> been carrying them they're around. Gonna be they're shards. in my closet. <laughs> they're going to be like, like it's going to be dusted shards at this no point. No chip dust. Oh my God. Well, the golden fig, by the way, those eggs, those, um, I wanted to say those are St. Croix chocolate company eggs. Those ones that we saw that I are on my blog. I did not know that. I know. And I meant to, I, when I posted it, I didn't know for sure. So I didn't want to credit them if they weren't it, but they are. They're beautiful. And they're gorgeous. And they're, I mean, they're it's like an eight dollar egg. It's a chocolate truffle yeah, egg, basically. It's, it's spectacular. But they're really, but they're really worth pretty. it. Like my point is, you get the beautiful and you get the really high quality stuff, and then you don't have to buy a ton of it. Well, and that's what I did for my mother in law who's coming because I wanted her to have a little Easter treat. But that's kind of nice. she's always, you know, like not too much. Yeah. So I just got her a couple of really nice chocolates. Very good. Smart. All right. So we've got a great show coming up. We'll have, uh, we're going to talk about Ugly Delicious, which mm-hmm. I did watch. You did? I did. We can talk about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to The Weekly Dish presented by Red Cow, Red Rabbit. We are live at the Women's Expo today, and we look forward to bringing you all that is for women today. We'll be right back. We are live. We are on Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Stephanie March. Oh, I realize we're sharing a microphone here. That's okay. All right, we're just getting microphones situated. We are uh, live with Stephanie March, yeah, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. That's me. And Shannon Custer and Carolyn Poole. Hi, ladies. Hi, good morning. Nice to be here. Now, Hi. you are part of the entertainment today, but you had a show that ran. It was two sugars and one cream, or two ladies and one cream, <laughs> or something like that. Can you tell me about that? Oh, you'd be amazed at the variations of titles that people have given our show. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, it's uh, two sugars, room for cream. Okay. Okay. The show. And then you have a. Do you have a new show coming called Sometimes There's Wine? Or we do. It's oh. our second installment. Um, Sometimes There's Wine, which is going to be opening at Park Square this September. So we're really, really excited. So you guys are like the real deal. You're legitimate actresses in town. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly try. You're professionals yes. is what we you're certainly saying. certainly try. We are uh, currently um, finishing up. Uh, sometimes there's wine. We're, we're making it into a full-length piece. Uh, and that's what will premiere this September at Park Square. And then we'll be soon working on our third installment. You want to tell them what the title of that is? Oh, please. Yes, we're writing a trilogy. It's very Greek and very amazing. Um, the third <laughs> one is about whiskey. Oh, yay! Now you're speaking my <laughs> language. So it's coffee, wine, whiskey. It ends with whiskey, and the title is Bad Things, Good Whiskey. Oh, my <laughs> word. That's cute. Are yes. you guys actual whiskey drinkers? Yes. What's your? Can I put you on the spot? What's your favorite? What's your whiskey of choice for the moment? You know, I like a good bourbon yes to drink unless i'm doing a manhattan and then i want a rye oh very nice to spice it up do you have any local favorites any um we're we're working on uh heather manley from crooked water (laughs) to sponsor us so if heather is here that's a real smart (laughs) idea we love the heather and that is very good yeah she's got some good you're right that would be a great choice she's got that wonderful old-fashioned pre-mixed drink that is so good oh i love a good old-fashioned yeah right it's the best is that your favorite whiskey drink I think so. It's. I, I mean, I love Manhattans, but I have to say that if I get a chance to order a really nice, oh, just that little bit of citrus yeah. and the, it's so warm sweetness. and wonderful. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. it's good. That's a good sound. Ooh. Yeah. What is it about food that has sort of coalesced with you guys that that is always sort of the overriding theme in your shows? <laughs> right. Uh, well, it started simply enough that we met. Um, we had kind of run into each other around town, being kind of, you know, pretty funny girls that you end up at the same auditions and stuff like that. Sure, sure. And um, Shannon was very well known uh, on the local comedy scene as a a long-standing member of the Dudley Riggs Brave New Workshop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And we just liked each other and we wanted to do something and there's not a lot out there in the American or international canon for two leaning towards middle-aged ladies (laughs) to do. So... um, we we wrote our own deal and it started by meeting over coffee and we started that conversation and yeah. it's just and then of course it rapidly went to wine and booze after of that. Of course, I as it always it's a does. Natural. Yeah. It's a natural. Well, I think what struck us is that when we started with coffee, how often you can have coffee in so many different really bad coffee like maybe oh, in a church basement. Right. So nothing against church basement no. coffee but Church basement. I have I have things against church basement. Or you can spend a ludicrous amount on something really beautiful and have, you know, a barista make a little heart situation on the top. Yeah. And And Instagram it. So there's exactly and then you have to take a picture. Then it's forced Instagramming. Exactly. And it's that thought that we will make coffee when we're stressed. You know, I know from in my family it's just well, I'm gonna put some coffee on and no one asked for it, but we're gonna have it. And so we started to really notice how these different beverages, you know, obviously wine and whiskey as well, show up. And that they're not just about the beverage, but they're also about the event. They're like the fabric of our women lives. (laughs) That kind of works out. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. 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 That it just weaves through it all. Yeah. And in fact, Two Sugars starts at a funeral with coffee. And uh, sometimes there's wine starts with a wedding. You know, yeah. yeah, and then so, okay. So with the whiskey so one, is it gonna be like a sex party or what are you gonna? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> woo. 
Hey, that's the 11 a.m. program. <laughs> don't, don't, get, don't get ahead of yourself. Oh, yeah, there's a lady coming that's on at yeah, 11 to yes. talk about sex. Yes, Dr. Margaret Anadege is going yep. to be here to talk. I'm promoting the, the Yeah, you, you did really okay. well. That was very good into spokesperson. And she's going to talk about sex, oh, so good. which is a good topic. And <laughs> everybody should be having it consensually. Yes. And, and, <laughs> consensually uh, for and, uh, everyone. And, and just wear protection, people. That's right. Yes. That's right. Wrap it up. Oh, because, oh. you know, our favorite person apparently has not. So just, I, <laughs> I just, there's a political <laughs> joke there, and I'm trying to not know, get in anyone's way here. If you're, this you know, it. a that fan of that Trump works. not wrapping it up, that's great for you. <laughs> that's, there you go. I would like him all to be right? wrapped up. <laughs> yep. Fully, like yep. a burrito, yep. if you will. But we digress. Yes. Um, so, yeah. ladies, do you, when you're going out to eat and you're, like, going to a coffee shop and you're going to start having these really, like, intense conversations about how can we be funny women, <laughs> you're already funny women, but how do we put a show together? Where, do, where are places that you like to go collaborate? Oh, my gosh. We have so many places that have been our, you miss, our the, little... There's a happy dance that yeah, happened yeah, when I asked the question. Yeah, there was a happy dance. Uh, just our writing spaces, you know. when we, we, we actually met quite a few times at Nina's in St. Paul. Oh, sure, when we're all the good writers go. The That's coffee true. show, yes. I'll let you take some of the wine places. Because <laughs> Carolyn, by the way, knows about wine. I pretend to. And then I just order whatever she orders. Yeah, you just so. follow along. That's right. a good friend. That I do that with Steph Martin. And I right. nod a lot or uh -huh. anything. But no, we've had a, quite a few wonderful places. Um, yeah, so one of the places that's been real, real generous to us is um, Meritage. Oh, and sure. Because of its proximity to Park Square as well. Yes. And, um, we really like everybody that works there. They're so nice. Um, yeah, I'm. I. Uh, it's not. A, and that's a fancy wine place. You know, that's, it is. That's, that's yep. gorgeous wine. It list. is. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, like one of the. Tops, the top sommelier in town, I think, put that together, Bill, I think. Yeah, that, well, yeah. and I mean, the best thing is that Ru uh, Desta, who is one of the owners, Desta Klein, she's actually in France right now finishing up her wine knowledge so that she can get certified on certain things. So she's, she's and like following her, you know, stories and travels, is she is your people, Yeah, good by the way. Her. She's a writer, too. Oh, well. You guys, we need to make it, we need to have a wine club hey, party. Hey, Desta. Hey, Desta. <laughs> What's up? We'd love to hang. What are you doing tonight? Next time we're in Meritage. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going to hook this up because I want to sit there too. That's why. Yeah, they, we, they're, they're really, they're very sweet to us there. We always nab the little window table oh, in the bar. All right. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that place. And then are there any others There's or coffee shops? for or, us. Well, or um, whiskey bars. Yeah. Or whiskey bars. Yep. I think uh, this place would have all three, coffee, wine, whiskey, but um, Augustine's in St. Paul. It's sure. a little yes. neighborhood place. I don't think it's that. It's been around that long couple so years maybe a year maybe, maybe a year yeah it is yeah. delightful we are that's loving you like to hang that out. place and thursdays it's half price bottles of wine oh hey <laughs> so hey, we everybody to write a lot on thursdays yeah we actually did get a ton done on thursday we do we, we did that on thursday yeah <laughs> we did that and uh, not coincidentally last night we had how many manhattans yeah Couple. A couple. Couple. couple yeah, you each. guys are living the light. You're living your best <laughs> lives right now. I'm just gonna say it. You are living the dream. Yeah. There's a yeah, there's extra twenty pounds I can't get rid of. But Dude, that's, that's that's called we're gonna talk about padding. that in the next hour. I have a I have something for you. 
Yeah. I, uh, I'm always on the eternal. She's always on a diet. Dieting quest. <laughs> but and I'm always eating the rest of her food, so it's great. But I eat, you know, it's, it's like I'm on the idea of the diet, but not the actual actions of the diet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm all about it. That I research so it. And I, like, read it. And I get all excited. She is a follower of the diet. I am a good not practice. starter. Yes. Oh, that's I'm it. I'm not as good of a finisher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just saying. That's it. I know myself. I know. Um, ladies, when you talk about, like, okay, so you are friends. You sit down. Where does, how do you write like a show, like where does, oh, this is just funny talk between us come to, oh, this would be resonating with all women. We usually jot things down while we're riding or um, drinking. I'm sorry, did I say? <laughs> yeah. Have you been drinking meant, today so I far? I meant to say Not yet. riding, drinking. Coffee. No, I don't. It's both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we, uh, we do jot things down a lot and we make uh, a lot of you know, lists. I actually am very, I love lists. I do too. And you get the list of all the ideas and then we'll, we'll do some writing on our own and, and then we pass it back and forth. You know, I mean, it's just somehow it finds a shape and a purpose. I love that. (laughs) And do you, are you doing other shows at the same time or do you have daytime jobs or? Oh God, I have all the daytime jobs. All the jobs. Do you? A lot of actresses do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I work in the food service industry. Where do you um, work? I work at Barbette. Okay. I'm a proud Betty for about the last 10 years. All right. Wow. And uh, I think you've waited on me now that I, I look at I your have. face. Yeah. <laughs> I have. You came in with a group of gals yep. and y'all had a good time. Yeah, you recommended yeah. really good wine, as oh, I recall. You. So thank you. Yes, makes that's sense. Kind of my, my kind of my deal. Um, it's it's not just that I enjoy drinking it. I enjoy uh, sharing with others, putting together what's yeah. good and um, and I you know it's been it's been valuable training in that way. Um, because you learn as you go. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And uh, and and you get to th- you also learn to throw all those like ideas of that I have to have a sauvignon blanc with salmon, you know, yeah. or whatever because those rules shouldn't really apply. Like what do you like? Yeah. You know. They're not real rules. So when rules. people say, yeah, what right. should I get? I'm mm-hmm. I what do you have in? They're suggestions. Like? They're you just know? a yeah. guideline. And there's and there's and wine is so versatile and and thrilling and and life is too short to drink a bad one in my amen. opinion amen so. don't suffer through just pour it down the drink <laughs> yeah we love um I, like i said i i'm le- i've learned a lot about wine from carolyn i have to say i i know more now than i think i'm giving myself credit for but i don't know as much as you do and that was very freeing when she said what do you like? Because I think there was this part of me. A stigma. Yeah. yeah. That I thought, you don't want to oh, do it wrong. I don't want to look like an idiot, you yeah. know, so. All right, ladies. Well, you are going to be here today at 1145. So if you want to come down, do. And in September at Park Square Theater. So we will look for your show. We're going to come. Yeah. We're going to come and hang Please out. Please do. We could do it. We could do it. We should have a little package deal. We could we do it. could. Deal. I, I like that, that idea. I would so love that. It, Let's find Desta at yes, Meritage. This is all working. And 107. I think in service and, packages. And so I, we're in. And Park Square theater and and yeah the twin cities women's expo i'm gonna give it a, a plug before i go right. come on down it's fun it's great the vendors are fantastic and we have cool speakers okay Woo-hoo. we're gonna go ahead and take a break you are listening to the weekly dish presented by our friends at red cow and red rabbit who also have great wines yes we will be right back hey everybody welcome back to weekly dish we are broadcasting live from the women's expo down at the minneapolis convention center if you guys want to come on down the roads are clear the day is good And uh, there are so many cool vendors here and speakers and so much stuff going on. It's kind of exciting. I'm a little bit exciting. 
Um, we are here and there's lots of fun things to do and there's lots of women that are all supporting each other. One of the things that's pretty cool is they have a makers segment, a makers market. Oh, they do. Yeah. With some makers here and proceeds from that today are going to benefit, uh, the Susan G. Coleman foundation. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, guess what? We teased about it last week and this week we are going to break it down. So if you got a chance to watch David Chang's ugly, delicious on Netflix, you're going to want to tune in and give us your opinions. I think we have Jenny on the line. Jenny, are you there? Hi, yes, good morning. Good morning. Jenny. Now, some of you guys, don't, I don't know if you were listening last week, Jenny called in and she had a comment to make about uh, Ugly Delicious, and so we thought we would have her in to talk about it with us instead of just airing her comments. So we're so excited. So, Jenny, have you watched the whole series? I'm so excited. You guys are amazing. I did. I watched the whole series. Yes, it, I, I watched my first two episodes last night, and I made my husband watch it with me. I You know, you tell me to read stuff and watch stuff all the time, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, I I got teary-eyed. Did you? I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Let's just put it out there that David Chang, obviously celebrity chef um, from New York, who's kind of... I want him to be my BFF. But he kind of has been... Mm-hmm. His reputation overall has sort of been of this sort of bad, you know, this bad boy kind of like rebel and everything else. And Jenny, you said you were a huge David Chang fan. Is that right? Huge. I want him to be my boyfriend, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just accept his friendship. Right. You know, hey. (laughs) But he was, I have to say, so after this, you know, Ugly Delicious, this Netflix, it's a docu-series. So there's like eight or nine little episodes that are all coming out that are all out at the same time. He did just mention, you know, he, he has launched a media company called Major Domo Media. And so I have a feeling that he's going to be doing more stuff like this. But what I love is that he really took the documentary and kind of the food documentary and kind of turned it on its ear. You yeah. know what it reminded me of, you guys? It reminded me of a podcast, but like visual TV. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. No, Jay, do you watch other food shows like on TV? Oh, my gosh. So yeah. many. Mind of the Chef is probably one of my favorites. Of yep. course, I've, I've seen all of the, I've seen everything. What but was the... I've been a lifelong foodist. Very I'm good. not immersed in the world as I used to be, but um, he did an amazing job. I, he, was, he made it really inclusive. I loved his bromance with Meehan. Oh, my God. Wasn't that... Weren't you like, can I be friends with both of you? Can you guys come over to my house for dinner? <laughs> Peter Meehan is the food critic from... He's not a critic anymore. He's okay. just a food writer. But he was his cohort on Lucky Peach, the magazine. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I, wa- I thought he was a food critic the whole time. No, I just couldn't figure you, out who he was. Actually, if you watch, maybe it's in the third episode, which you haven't gotten to yet, is where they really... And that's the home cooking episode. I didn't watch that one. Okay, because that oh, one digs that's... into who David Chang is and why he is who he is. Okay. And that is because... they. Yeah, Mama Chang's, you go to his house for Thanksgiving, and they film it all. Oh, that sounds fun. So one of the so, things... Oh, go ahead. Miss March, did you watch the Houston episode? I did. I did. Okay. did. Was that your favorite? Well, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> was <laughs> that the one with barbecue? So not... Re- That's the one with... Pro- or as we say, crayfish. Crayfish. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't watch that one. Yeah. I watched barbecue and pizza. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you watch Barbara. Okay, so you went out of order, too. I mean, yeah. there's no order. But... I let my husband pick because okay. I was making him watch it. Jenny, what did you feel about the Houston one? I really liked it. I thought it was really insightful. You know, I loved him going over, you know, to Hong Kong and getting her perspective. Yeah. But they're sitting around the table yeah. in Houston at this really famous restaurant, and him and his cohort are talking about will America 
when are they going to start to embrace eating oh, crawfish? Oh, I know. I know what crayfish. you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and so the chef from Houston, so David Chang closes this question to his chefy friends and says, you know, are, would people be more acceptable of shrimp or crawfish? Right. And Mr. Shepard, the chef from Houston, says, well, what do you think? Are people going to be acceptable of shrimp or crawfish? And he says, well, not in Minnesota. <laughs> They're going to pick shrimp. They name-checked us. They, That's funny. They name-checked us. I know. I thought we'd overcome this. I thought we'd, I thought we'd turn no. the corner nope. at least years ago. Nope. We're going to always be, because in the end, we're going to be the testing ground for every major food uh, company to test out what fits in the rest of the majority of America, which means we're, we have that broad blandness unfortunately i mean we don't but that's what they all think i think and okay so we're going to need to invite mr shepherd up here and take him to crazy cajun i think i you saw my instagram post this week i went there and ate crawfish and good for you did you did you tag them on it yes i i want him to come up here and have dinner with us oh (laughs) i love that idea i look at lenny russo i believe is opening that new restaurant and it looks like he has crayfish on the menu he's gonna yep He's going to do all lake fish. I can't wait Shepard to talk could about up that. Here and he could eat head cheese with us and fa and we're, I mean, and experience our non-blandness. I know. You I, guys, can I set the table for one second about this docu-series? Yeah. Because it, it was really different, I thought, then. And just talking about, like, oh, this is a food show. I think our listeners would really like it. And it's very different. What it is is it's just like... There's them walking around and exploring a topic. Yeah. And they don't just like sit there and talk about it at a table the whole time. They go places. They eat some. They have funny kind of graphics. Mm -hmm. They're very loose in the way that they talk about it. It's very accessible. It's kind of like our show in that it's just you and I sitting and wrapping down a topic. And then they go eat some. They get some interesting perspectives. But it was... It was really accessible and not boring, like boring food shows sometimes can be. Or boring documentaries. Because a lot of, and so I've been looking at a lot of food documentaries, just kind of watching and scoping through them. And they seem to all be about scolding you on, you know, a lot of food documentary right now is about exposing and scolding and teaching and all these kind of things. And I guess that's what nonfiction is kind of supposed to do. But what I love about Ugly Delicious is that David Chang and Peter Meehan are interested in having the discussion of race and authenticity yeah. and, and what does it mean to be an immigrant. And all of these things are all inherent in food. And in the like pizza episode, they David Chang worked with Domino's. They ate Domino's. They made pizzas at Domino's. And then he delivered door-to-door at Domino's. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I that they, inc- that, but, that they yeah. included that, though, I think speaks to... Because David Chang was like, I could be a snob about all pizza, but I like Domino's. I eat Domino's. And that's one thing I will say, and Jenny, you probably agree, is that there's a reality to him throughout the entire thing. He does not... There are moments where he, he should, you would think, wow, he should have cut that. He ruins some, some ravioli at the very end of the last episode. Right. He ruins it. And instead, by accidentally using maltodextrin in his dough instead of flour. But he didn't cut that. He kept it in. Right. And, and so it's like well, a little bit of the reality of we're not going to make shiny, shiny perfection. It's really the journey. It's really interesting, I thought. Yeah. It's probably one of the best TV shows on television. 
And oh, Jenny, thank you. I will tell you that Jake and I, I mean, Jake, I was like, do you, you want to watch this show with me? And he was like, uh, you know, I don't really do food shows because we don't do My husband food shows. said the same thing and he loved it. I know. And I said, well, we're going to start with pizza because I think you can get down on pizza. And he totally was like, don't watch any more without me. So we binged them <laughs> all, you know, and it was just, and now we're actually, because we're going to see to Seattle, the fried chicken episode, June Bird, there's, he goes to Seattle to Eduardo Jordan's and we're going to go to June Bird. Fun. Yeah. Love oh, it. Cool. I know. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, it makes you want to eat the food that they're showing yeah I and have in a fact confession to make oh god yeah. i grew up near streams and we used to catch crayfish when i was a little girl i had never eaten a crayfish until this week oh my god because <laughs> i wanted to prove shepherd wrong that we do eat it here but we eat it differently you know we do we don't have the viet you know the viet crayfish which i yeah. would love but i will tell you two two things one you should go to crayfest um <laughs> that smack shack does every year because that's amazing but two i'm going to put a link up to uh food and wine both food and wine and eater.com nationally did a uh every restaurant that's mentioned in the series so that's a guide that if you are at all gonna like feel like you want to use that as a place to go um you know you can go find the pizzeria you can find the restaurants that he talks about so it's kind of awesome Nice. Thanks for being on, Thanks, Jenny. Jenny. That was a lot of fun. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to be in the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So cue up your questions. 651-641-1071. We'll take your questions live on air. Okay, we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. We are live. We are out at the Women's Expo. <laughs> I am Stephanie Hansen having hey. microphone issues again. Yeah, Stephanie March Stephanie here. March. Hanging out. And this is the uh, portion of the show where we take your calls. It is Ask Stephanie. You can call us at 651-641-1071, and we will take your questions live on air. You also can tweet us at Steph March or at Stephanie's Dish. Right. And we will take your questions. One question came in that is about um, uh, coconut, uh, the cream cheese frosting for carrot cake and coconut cakes. Yeah. People make those a lot for Easter. She said, um, I have been making a coconut cake frosting and I have put the butter in and I have put the cream cheese in and I have put the uh, powdered sugar in, but it's lumpy. Do you have any idea about what I can do? And I researched this a little bit because I've had this happen to me. Yeah. So if your powdered sugar is older or tightly packed or lumpy, when you look at it, you sh you're supposed to sift it first yeah. to avoid the blender. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't done that and you're stuck with sort of lumpy mixture, you can either beat it within an inch of its life or you just heat it up in the microwave for like 30 seconds. Oh. And that supposedly helps make it so that you can start beating it again. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I guess I always beat it within an inch of its life. Yeah, I, I've had it where it's lumpy and yeah. you and like the butter isn't all the way yeah. room temperature and you end up with little clumpies. <laughs> so many times. I rarely get things. I rarely take things out of the fridge to make them room temperature like you're supposed to. Like for baking. Yeah, because I'm never thinking about it in advance. No, I'm just not fast enough, basically. Um, someone has a question that came in on Twitter, and it's, what is a good place for breakfast in or near Shakopee? Oh. Shakopee, I'm sorry. It just seems like a dearth of nothingness, except for Canterbury Park and Valley Fair. Well, is that horrible? Yeah, that's, you probably shouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Well, but I mean, you don't know, though. I think no, I don't. There's that O'Brien's pub. Okay. I don't know if O'Brien's is open for breakfast, but that is a newish pub down there. Um, and uh, that's what I know about that. What was the place that was open for a long time? 
Didn't your sister work there? <laughs> uh, Stefano's. That's gone? That's in Burnsville. Oh, is it in Burnsville? It, okay, yes. Okay, then I'm thinking of a different place. But um, Breakfast, huh? Yeah, and how about you can, like, doesn't Apple Valley have uh, vino? Could you go there for breakfast? That seems far, doesn't it? I don't know. Uh, I would say Eden Prairie would be your closer because it's a little just over the river and up. a little skosh. A little, just a little. While you're uh, trying to get an idea there, we did get a comment that came in. It said, um, I wanted to let you know that we took your advice and we went to Create Catering and got tickets for their Sunday supper. Uh, it was lovely. Corey, Chef Corey did a great job and they have a series that you can get tickets for. So we're going to do that. So a listener called to thank us for that. So great. Nice. Um, let's see. Pablo's is in Shakopee. This is what I keep thinking, but I don't think they have breakfast. I don't know. Um, there's something called Wampox Restaurant. It says it's a diner, and that seems to be um, a lot of stars. People right. seem to like that one. I don't know. There you go. Um, okay, so let's talk about... Um, Oh, that's funny. Thank you to the diners that bid on our Bids for Kid item at yes. the Lexington. Yes. We are really excited to eat with you. Um, Twenty-seven fifty, I think, was the current bid. So oh. it went for quite a bit. So thank you very much for supporting us there. And to the Lexington, we appreciate that. That is kind of lovely. Um, you had some eating this week. Did you? I went to Bardo finally. Oh, you did? Oh, stuff. Yeah. You had some eating this week. I was going to say you had like a bunch of pictures. I, I did a lot of eating this week. And then it's going to lead me to my segment later on that I have a new dieting <laughs> protocol that I'm going to share okay, with you. Okay, let's start with Bardo, though, because tell me yeah. a little bit about how you felt about Bardo. So Bardo was the old Rachel's. And before that, it was something else. And before that, it was something else. Right over Kitty Corner from Certix. It was it used to be Bobino yeah, in, way back in the spot. day. Yep. And then it became Rachel's. Northeast, it, which was a it was a Remarchek's restaurant. It is a very well executed, beautiful neighborhood upscale dining spot. Would be how I would describe it. Oh. our our bill. Um, there were two of us, and our bill with wine was I think one hundred and sixty dollars. Yep. So it wasn't inexpensive, mm -mm. but it was super well executed. I loved the food. The service was spot on. The room was beautiful. They really worked hard to pair wines with the dishes, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, the dishes that we had were real good. Um, like we had this kale that came in this sort of like gingery soyish sauce. Yeah. And I asked the server, I said, you know, what's in your sauce? She said, I don't think the chef will, t will tell me. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that's our number one selling item and everybody loves it. It just had the like perfect amount of umami yeah. where you wanted to keep eating it, mm -hmm. but it was kale. So you could. Yeah. Um, also they had a beautiful uh, tartine mm -hmm. that was a piece of kind of thick country grilled bread. And then it had this um, roasted red pepper sauce, a white anchovy, and then this beautifully half-cooked egg. Oh, yeah. That was super good. Uh, yeah, I think that Remy is one of those undersung chefs. He's just really gotten his own space. I mean, like, Bardo is his first restaurant. Where did restaurant. he come from? So he's been around town for a little while, but he's sort of been doing some private chefing. Um, he was at Eastside. He was the opener with Ryan Burnett at Eastside. And East people Side. loved that when it opened. Yeah, and I think they just, they didn't really jibe. I yep. think that that was a thing that he sort of... You 
you know, kind of went on the side. And then I think he's just been waiting to do his own thing. I think he really realized that he was supposed to do something by himself, for himself. So he, again, did some more catering and some private events while he was, you know, getting money. And then he ended up with John Ramarchek, you know, who is a guy around town who owns a lot of restaurants and a lot of businesses yep. and buildings. And he convinced him to sell him the business. Yep. And so he got the space. And... I think he's. I think he's one of those guys. He's actually competing in Cochon, which is happening tomorrow, at uh, the uh, Lowe's downtown. You know, so he has a whole pig. So I'm interested to see. I won't see it, but I'm interested to hear about what he does. Yeah, I he the the food was delicious. A lot of pastas. He was. You know, the review I wrote for it was the fact is Bardo. You know, it means like that in between area. You know, between sort of purgatory, if you will, yep. before the afterlife. Um, and it's uh, he, when the first time I ever met Remy, he was, um, it was the day that his mentor in Chicago died, Homaru Kantu, who is, you know, one of the really big pioneers of gastro, you know, gastrology mm -hmm. or uh, not gastrology, my God. Gastronomy. Oh my God. <laughs> Molecular gastronomy. And so he, it was a very, he's definitely a guy who's seen a lot of things and worked with a lot of people. And I'm, very interested to see how just Jason Matheson just texted me and said the mayor of Shakopee just texted yes. he wants you removed from the state <laughs> see fair enough I'm just fair trying enough. I'm trying you guys <laughs> uh, so there you go we, okay. when we come back are going to have the top two in hour two we are live at the women's expo thanks to Red Cow and Red Rabbit for sponsoring our time here we're going to go ahead and take a break you can still get tickets and come down to the women's expo they'd love to have you